millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. 
now. NobleGoldInvestments.com Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Hello, everyone. Good to be live with you. I can't believe it was exactly a year ago today that I called out Fox's corruption live on air. Let's take a look. Outages across the region. Fox 26 reporter Ivory Hecker is live in Montgomery County to take a look at that aspect. Thanks, guys. That's right. Before we get to that story, I want to let you, the viewers, know that Fox Corp has been muzzling me to keep certain information from you, the viewers. And from what I'm gathering, I am not the only reporter being subjected to this. I am going to be releasing some recordings about what goes on behind the scenes at Fox because it applies to you, the viewers. I found a nonprofit journalism group called Project Veritas. It's going to put that out tomorrow, so tune into them. But as for this heat wave across Texas, you can see what it's doing to AC units. This one broken down as we... That was my live shot exactly a year ago today, telling the truth about it, my experience uh, working at Fox. And today, in celebration of the anniversary of my freedom from the corruption, I'm going to talk about 10 things that I have learned uh, from leaving the corporate news that hopefully will help you guys. And I also looked at some uh, videos um, and commentary in regards to this that I'd never seen before that I just watched today. So I'll play some clips for you guys. Let me know if you can hear me. Okay. Um, fixing the settings on this live stream. Okay. So before we get into it, shout out to the sponsor of my independent journalism. The hottest temperatures of the year are now here, especially in Texas. That means costlier power bills for you and me. This summer, your bill could be higher than usual because of the increased cost for materials and supplies across the board. One power company has even increased their rates by as high as 50% during peak hours of the day. This is why I highly recommend visiting easysummercool.com. This amazing four-in-one portable AC unit. I didn't even think about this, but I feel like this is the perfect ad for this segment because the guy was fixing ACs behind me when I called out Fox Live on air. But uh, this, so, so if your AC breaks... This is an amazing four-in-one portable AC unit, um, easy-to-use mini air conditioner. I keep mine on every day. It sits right by my desk and blows chilly air into my room for several hours. I have saved a ton on my power bills with just the flick of a button. This AC unit works as four devices in one, air cooler, mist cooler if you want it, air purifier, and an air humidifier if you want it. Anyone uh, who wants to save on their power bill should have one in their room. Learn more by going to easysummercool.com. You will also save 50% off if you order yours today for this Father's Day. So link down in description. What's ever... What's up, everyone? So first of all, I just want to thank everyone so much for all the support that you guys have given me since I left Fox Corp. And there are so many journalists in the same sort of boat. There's a lot of good people in journalism who are being controlled by the corporate bosses. And I've heard from so many of them since I left Fox. So I want to highlight 10 things I learned. So people always ask me about that segment when I call up Fox Live on air, what was going through my head and had I planned it and everything. Of course, I, I had planned and tried to figure out every day for 10 months how to get out of this corrupt corporation. Once I realized the lengths that they were willing to go to, um, to internally destroy me as, as the conveyor of information to you, um, at once they realized that I was reporting facts on the ground, regardless, regardless of the narrative, they needed to, 
to get me to submit and make sure I was reporting just the narrative, which had not been an issue previously. But amid this new pandemic environment, it was clear that every single little media outlet had to be towing the line of a national narrative of the pandemic story, regardless of what was true. And so uh, once I realized that and, and Fox um, went so far as to internally defame me, then get scared and backtrack and shred their evidence. Once I got a lawyer, I realized that they were really playing dirty and they knew it. I realized I had to go and, and uh, by just by fate, by chance, I crossed paths with Project Veritas and they said, we want to tell your story. And I felt they would be an outlet that could convey my story to more people. I wanted more people to wake up to the fact that the news is not just shooting it straight with you. So I um, got with them and it, and it was them who suggested that I call it out live on air because I, I had just recorded some of the disturbing things my bosses had said and some of the things that were obviously, you know, about suppressing facts, conveying propaganda, anti-free speech, all these uh, disturbing things that shouldn't be a part of journalism. And I just wanted to put those sound bites out. I want to let people know. Well, Project Veritas said, well, first call it out live on air and then put out the sound bites. So I was like, I, I don't know why I should call it out live on air. That seems unnecessary. Well, I thought about it for about a month after they told me that and realized that was going to be the best way to get out of the stranglehold this company had on me. A lot of viewers don't realize that news corporations have extreme control of their employees. You have to basically sign your life and your identity away to the company when you uh, begin to work for them. Fox literally, sorry, someone's knocking on my door. Uh, Fox literally owned my identity, uh, my image, um, they could tell me to not say certain things or do certain things in my private life. They even started telling us who we could hang out with during the pandemic. It was, uh, they had a lot of control. People don't realize that. So I couldn't just say I quit. I wasn't, my contract said I wasn't even allowed to say I quit. So how do I get out? I said, let me just call it out on air. They're not going to want, they're not going to want to me to work for them anymore. That's how I'll get out. So that's what I ended up doing. Um, and I had to, I'm going to say that the first thing I learned from going off script at Fox was that when you surrender your fears and expectations, when I surrendered my fears and expectations, I was supported, guided, protected, like never before beyond my wildest expectations um, life supported me. Humanity supported me when I just decided to do what had to be done. Okay. Maintenance is coming right now. Excuse me. Can you leave, please? Excuse me. Please leave. This is not, uh, we're live right now. Oh, okay. Bye. What time do you want me to In an hour. Thanks. Sorry. Maintenance just barged in live broadcasting. So, I realized, <laughs> I did not realize it would go that viral. So me calling out Fox on air went viral. The actual clips of the corruption did not go 
nearly as vital. I wanted viewers to get that the media is not on your side. They're on their own elitist side. But I guess most viewers seem to understand that when, when they saw me call it out, they knew that's what I was calling out anyways. So, um, what I learned is that not only people I heard from people around the world who supported me so much, not only with kind comments and coming and following me on social media and supporting me, but financial contributions and project Veritas told me after I called it out live on air, they said, we're hearing from so many people who want to donate to you, Ivory, you should start a fundraiser. And I was literally weeping. People don't realize after I called out the corruption live on air, I was in tears, um, for a good day, (laughs) something like that. I mean, it was heart wrenching because this was the love of my life. This was my, my career. This was my dream job. And this, a news crew was my family. And even the boss that I called out, I loved her. She was my work mom. And I, I was so heartbroken that she was allowing herself to be controlled by the corporate bosses. Another executive told me in, in confidence that he in in corp in in uh, board meetings with the national executives of Fox, my boss would be in there fighting for me, defending my liberty to do journalism and live my life. And the tyrants at the top in New York at Fox Corp would be trying to control the narrative, control my life, control my personal life, control who I hang out with all these things, what I do and my boss would fight for me. Um, you know, so it's one thing, you know, if, if it was just the controlling of weird things with my personal life, I wouldn't have put this on blast, but what Fox Corp was doing to hurt me was in order to keep certain information from you guys. So that's what I put it. That's why I put it on blast. And I think that is why so many people came and supported me is because, they knew that I was standing up for the truth and trying to unmask the censorship. And it was so freaking disturbing. The more I investigated what Fox was muzzling because historically I've been a crime reporter. I don't, I don't care about medicine and and treating sick patients that, you know, historically, but by chance Fox assigns me to a hospital where patients are being treated for this illness and suddenly there's a stranglehold on narrative and I'm not supposed to report everything that that doctor is using to treat patients. You see, the public's not allowed to realize that there were already treatments that worked before this pandemic got started. And I was like, what's going on? This was over my head. And, and I looked into it more once they were coming for my throat And what I found was I had stumbled upon a hospital that had a quarter of the death rate of other hospitals nationally and internationally. Whatever that hospital was doing was saving uh, four times many lives as other hospitals. Okay. And I wasn't supposed to give the full recipe of what that doctor was doing to treat patients. Apparently, we needed to keep this pandemic going 
in a scary way, like there was no cure. And I accidentally unveiled this, this doctor was doing something right. So just, it was absolutely chilling to realize what Fox Corp was covering up. The saving of lives is what Fox Corp was covering up. And once I saw, once I realized that, it was so freaking despicable to me. Blood on the hands of this company. So I, I was so disgusted that to me, it didn't matter what happened after I called it out live on air. It was just the right thing to do. Like who can live with themselves? Suppressing the curing of lives, the, you know, the information that's needed to, to, to save lives. You know, who can live with themselves partaking in the effort to suppress life saving information? So I said, you know, I, I it, it was a surrendering within my soul of, of just like whatever happens, happens. And I think whatever you do in life, whatever your situation is, you, you've got to enter that space of surrender. Okay. I know there's a lot of people going through a lot of various difficult situations and many of them are journalists. There's a lot of good journalists inside these corrupt news corporations. And you guys are faced with this and you don't know how to get out and you don't have to do create a big scene. Like I did. I mean, I had carefully analyzed my Fox contract and figured that was my only way out of this corruption. But you do what you got to do, but you got to enter into that decision with, with that surrender in your soul. Whatever happens, happens. If Fox destroys my entire life and takes everything I own, that that's okay, you know. And if I never get to do it, do the news again, that that's okay. And so that's how I entered it. And so I had this peace going into it. And I think that's a piece you need to have in order to accept the protection that God and life and humanity has for you when you do the right thing. So I entered into it with this surrendered state of mind. Yet once I was about to call it out live, my hands started to shake. Hands were definitely shaking. I was gripping my phone. And anyway, so I, ca- I called it out live on air and it went way more viral than I would ever thought. And then people, people started to donate to me. And, um, I, I was like, Project Veritas, I'm not starting a fundraiser for myself. My heart is broken. Money's the last thing I care about. And so they got with my mom and started a fundraiser. And, um, the donations were very, very helpful. And I really, really appreciate all the support that you guys have, have given me. Um, it was fascinating because independent journalists rallied around me, supported me and regular citizens rallied around and called me a hero, not just support, but they, they thought I was the biggest hero. The corporate media scoffed at me. Corporate media was not a fan and uh, uh of me calling out uh, what was really going on uh so i think that that is really interesting i wanted to play a clip there's a few uh reaction you know now most of the corporate media kind of poo-pooed um scoffed at and ignored what what i uncovered and um 
the ones who did react kind of scoffed at it. And I want, I was just watching some of them today and I was like, Oh my gosh. So look at what these people say. I guess this is the daily blast. Here's what they say. When you're watching the news, you just want to know the story. You don't want to hear somebody's, you you know, pontifications about every, every story that's covered. So like people in Houston literally want to know about the heat wave. Yeah, right. right. And what they need to do for the day. And she's like, let me tell you what else I'm going to talk about. (laughs) I just thought that was a little bit out of line. Talk about heat wave. That's so freaking, that's out of line. Y'all are out of touch. Hearing from thousands of viewers that they had the opposite reaction. They're like, screw the heat wave. We know it's hot outside. We don't want this report. We want you to finally tell us why you guys are censoring everything left and right in regards to the pandemic and only keeping this one hysterical narrative alive is that you're all going to die or unless you get the needle and uh, that nothing else will save you. And, and and people knew that was this phony AF. Not only that, but th- there were so many stories that were being censored um, or being carefully crafted in a deceptive propagandist way. Um, tons of election evidence that I was not supposed to talk about as well as stories like uh, one, one that we never talked about was, uh, it was, I guess it was election week. Yeah. It was in the, a day or two after the election, uh, 2020 that this man in Houston posted on his Instagram that he was so disgusted at the number of people who voted for Trump, uh, that he was going to be locked and ready basically that if you come at him showing him that you voted for Trump, he will shoot you and he will execute you. So this was man was posting a very real threat to half of the population. And uh, police was on police were investigating. Police were asking Instagram to take down his threat. They were investigating him. And Fox said, do not cover it. Instead, we have gotten a tip that two boys in a high school were wearing Confederate flag apparel. One was a shirt, one was a hat. And there is a Snapchat picture snapped of these kids smiling, walking in the hallway with their little Confederate hat. And that is a huge threat to life. And we need to go down to that high school. In fact, um, it was NAACP was holding a press conference in front of the high school that day to talk about this huge threat to safety because these two boys were wearing Confederate flags. So ignore this actual verbal threat to half of the, half the population. Uh, this man saying, I'm going to shoot you. And basically if you're walking around with a red Trump hat, this guy could be out there shooting you. And Fox says, we're going to stay ultra quiet. Do not mention my boss literally said, don't mention it anywhere on social media, anywhere, not on the air. And I misunderstood her at first. I put something in my script about that. She gets on the phone with me. She's like, get that off, get that off. Only talk about the Confederate kids. So we need to create hysteria over Confederate apparel that they are about to murder everyone. But a guy who actually says he want, he, he's planning to murder you if you come up to him as a Trump voter, we're supposed to hide that. Okay. But my boss did want to know if, if I'd heard from any citizens out there who had made threats to kill 
Biden voters because she was maybe interested in covering that. So weird freaking narratives like that, um, constantly manipulating the narrative, uh, outside of reality. Um, but the most grave situations I think were in regards to medical treatment, hiding things that are actually working to cure patients, um, as well as, you know, insane propaganda around getting this needle that this needle is, is the miracle for everything and, you know, suppressing the deaths associated with the needle that we were getting calls in the newsroom about people dying more than a year ago, spring 2021, we were getting calls in the newsroom, healthy 38 year old man gets the needle next day. He's dead silence, you know? And it was just like, what is going on? You know, let's do more propaganda. I literally, let me play the soundbite from you for you. So I, I, because I feel like some of these sound bites, project Veritas didn't even air these needle sound bites. Um, I feel like project Veritas didn't air as much, but you know, I thank project Veritas immensely for everything they did, but they did not air some of the key sound bites. Um, so here is where my bosses are talking about we need to do more propaganda in regards to the needle. Outreach with the vaccines in the black community, the numbers are really, really, they're just not progressing. What, what is their plan to try to get to some of these children? We have to look for those some of those new angles for these other communities that may not be getting the, the service that they need. The reality is, how do you go about changing somebody's belief, whether true or not? That's the issue here. Yeah, propaganda planning. Anyway, what? So the number two thing that I learned from this experience, uh, going off off script at Fox, because let me tell you, prior, well, I was in the corporate press for nine years. Every single word I uttered on TV had to be written in a script first, a pre-approved by my boss, changed by my boss, sent back to me. I'm only allowed to say what's in the script. Every single word must be scripted and you must act like it's not scripted. You must speak in a way that doesn't sound scripted. Although, as you know, most corporate news people are bad at that. Everyone sounds scripted on their right. Um, so that, that was the experience. So the second thing I learned from going off script at Fox is that I was far from alone. And I know I've heard from you guys saying, I wish more people came out after you. You guys were hoping that this past year, there would be a cascade of people leaving. But I think, you know, and, and it was a week later that April Moss called out, uh, CBS live on air. Funny story. People don't realize is that was actually pre-recorded, and the C and she fed that video in and they aired it and they didn't check what she was saying first. So it's pretty funny. A lot of people don't check what's being said on air. Um, but, you know, so she, she followed my path and there are others who have simply left without calling out live on air. It hasn't made headlines, but they are leaving. Many news people are leaving or at least taking a hard stand within the newsroom, a hard stand for the truth. And so I think more good things are happening in newsrooms than you think as far as the good guys in there either fighting for the truth or uh, leaving. Now I want to read 
you guys, a few, it, a few of the emails, comments, messages, texts I've gotten from fellow journalists in this past year since I left. Here's, um, an email I got, I, I'm not going to name this woman, but she said, hi, Ivory. First, I applaud you for speaking out about your experience in your newsroom. I am not prepared to go public, but I recently resigned, not retired after more than 35 years in the business because of the toxic, toxic newsroom environment in which I was working. We were forced to air stories every day on the Trump impeachment hearings in January 2020, even when there was no hearing taking place. Uh, forbidden to use any sound bites with Rudy Giuliani. And my news director wanted to see sound bites with President Trump before they aired. For months and months before the election, we reported on nothing unless it was pandemic related, way over the top. I get it. Pandemic was a big deal, but font with case numbers, deaths, breakdowns, etc. Over and over, people on the street would tell me they were sick of all the coverage and ask us to report on other things. My news director didn't want to hear it. However, when there were stories about doctors saying that certain treatments that YouTube doesn't want me to name worked, the response was always, don't air it. There's no proof. Even the teams of, do- uh, even the teams of doctors who supported it. Um, the- okay. It, the email cuts up, but you get the picture. This woman was having very similar situation. Okay. Then I get another email from another journalist. I'm not going to name. She said, hi, Ivory. Thank you so, so much for your bravery and the boldness to stand up for free and fair press. I'm serious, seriously so inspired by you. After 12 years in the news, I left the business in January. I was a news anchor at, I'm not going to say where, and was so discouraged by how we covered Trump's presidency, the pandemic, the election, BLM protests, literally everything. What you experienced in Houston, I also experienced. So again, thank you for your brave, uh, for being brave enough to call out an entire industry. If there's any way I can get involved with you and other journalists uh, standing up for freedom of the press, let me know. And I told her, Here's how you can get involved. Come out and tell your story. But she actually told me that she had signed something with the company um, when she started working for them that prohibited her from ever saying anything bad about them. So this is the this is the thing. Why you're not hearing from these good journalists who are taking a hard stand or leaving because the company has forced them into silence with what the that paperwork that they signed. This man emails me saying, I spent over 20 years in news at CNN, NBC, and PBS. I walked away from it in 2001 when I could no longer tolerate spreading of lies, deception, hate, and fear-mongering. I applaud your strength, courage, and bravery to stand up to the lying scum who run that industry. The world is slowly starting to see the truth behind the lies, and that would make a great book title (laughs) that the media is spewing. But it's been rampant for decades. When I was at CNN, we did completely fabricated stories, including live shots. We spent hours getting man-on-street interviews to meet the manipulated slants the stories were supposed to have, regardless of the actual truth. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, I got another message from a journalist that said, you have inspired me so much as a journalist that kept quiet for far too long. You lit a fire in me 
Thank you. And here's the, she's a reporter. This, I'll shout her out because she went public. These other people who don't want to go public, I'm not going to name them, but that's Emery Moore. She, after hearing my story, she finally got, went public with the corruption at her company. Um, basically she went and covered a true story after the story faced, um, scrutiny from some people, the company backpedaled, apologized for ever covering the story demonized her as is the evil perpetrator who covered it and then fired her unjustly. So, you know, these companies are little pussies who are really scared of any sort of scrutiny and they will throw an innocent journalist under the bus. If one of their special interests says that you shouldn't have covered that. It's really freaking sad. Then I, after leaving Fox, I, I hear from my former producer colleague who told me the truth about why he was fired. Uh, sent me the evidence. He actually had outed our big boss, uh, the TV station president, for making newsroom staff go into meetings with the sales team. You're supposed to keep um, the news people and the sales people separate so that your incentives in your news coverage don't mix with the incentives for monetary gain. Because as you know, commercial breaks. It's all pharmaceuticals. We're covering pharmaceuticals every day during this pandemic. We're not supposed to be mixing those interests. And here the big boss was mixing those interests, having the people meet together. So the producer calls it out. They throw him under the bus, fire him. He came to me and told, told me the truth about that. So, um, pretty freaking sad. Um, then I get, uh, I get this message from this other little journalist girl. She's younger than me. She said, I love what you've been doing. I quit. I quit news recently because my news director did the exact same thing with me. Another journalist. Hi, Ivory. You obviously don't know me, but I was a local reporter too for a very brief while in 2019, right before the, the pandemic. I quit for the same reasons you did. The era of local news that I grew up with is sadly over and likely never coming back. I quit on my own uh, after basically being harassed out of refusing to go with the PC anti-reality way of reporting stories. Uh, not only that, but it was as if we weren't even allowed to have fun anymore and were forced to be depressed over the stories we reported. Hmm. Um, then I received another message. Hi, uh, this is an email I received from a journalist. Um, oh man, this is an email I received from a man who was the son of a journalist who, who had died. Um, he was thanking me. This, this email made me cried. His dad was the managing editor at a newspaper for, uh, decades. And he said, thank you so much for uh, taking a stand for real journalism. My dad would be proud. And he sent me this picture of his dad back in the day. And, uh, that meant so much to me. So I, I was hearing from so many people. Um, uh, this one, uh, here's a, news producer who reached out to me. He said, I just wanted to tell you, I respect the hell out of what you're doing. This business has mostly trampled on me over the years. I am just focused on doing what's right. You're giving people like me a voice, whether you realize it or not. And I support you hundred percent. I'm reading you guys, all these messages to let you know, these are all corporate mainstream journalists still inside the beast right now. And they agree with you and me. They, 
they agree and they, and, and they're putting up the best fight they can to get to the truth and to see someone, um, call out the coercion in our newsrooms. It was, uh, you know, they came and reached out and said, we agree with you. And many of these people have already left because of it. Others are still in there fighting. Um, this other, uh, reporter, previous former reporter, he's one that quit due to the corruption. He said, I just want to let you know, I admire your integrity and willingness to do the right thing in a difficult situation. I have a good idea of what you're going through. Um, I resigned from my news outlet when my bosses tried to squash a story I was working on that the powers that be didn't want the public made aware of. Um, he went into detail on, on that, uh, the his news outlet had a special interest with this corrupt organization. And when he was about to out that organization, the leader of that organization came down and met with his boss and said, you, you squash that story now. So his boss forced him to squash the story. That's when he said, I quit. It's really freaking corrupt. So, um, another one. Former CBS employee here, long long before censorship became mainstream, I had two years of docs removed remotely from my computer right in front of my eyes. I filmed some of it before I pulled the plug on my computer, then uploaded it to multiple places. It occurred the night our worldwide march against mainstream media. I was prevented from uploading any info concerning the event. Afterwards, the video from my computer hacking disappeared from channels except one uh until that Google plus was shut down completely. Uh, everything is controlled and has been for quite a while. Yeah. So I received that message as well. Oh, then I receive, um, this message from a video editor in regards to, he said, um, he, when he would edit footage of Trump and Hillary, his bosses, he said, quote, they would request that Trump look foolish and I would change the footage last minute to show nicer than requested footage. Um, since I w- uh, was not there for th- three years, uh, blah, 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 blah. So he's, um, he's saying, I guess he left three years ago, but he left because there was so much manipulation. And that's one example. He said, quote, we would get feeds from other sources and raw footage. I would present it to the producer saying this is stuff on the contrary to what is being said, and they wouldn't touch it. I started working there when we had real investigative journalism. They are actors now reading scripts and nothing more. Public figures, the reporter I admired, one reporter I admired would question the producers and would always get in trouble for asking. Really sad. Um, and then this woman, kudos for speaking out. You are 100% correct in everything you say goes on inside the newsroom. As a 15-year news veteran in top markets, I can attest that everything you said is exactly how it is. I've also worked with Lee Meyer, my former boss. Was shocked but not surprised to see her in the story and hear what she said. Keep speaking out, letting the people know that they are being manipulated. And this reporter, I walked out of a reporting gig many moons ago. I was disgusted by the industry, abusive news director, such uh, such a lonely time. I wondered if others struggled too or had some more thoughts. I was so excited to see you take a stand. Seriously, you guys are my heroes. You're following an ex- excellent path. Um, 
Oh, and this reporter, she says, I was naive thinking that we did journalism, but my boss said he'd, he would never let anyone on who questions needles in the arm. And this, I, I believe she said this was in 2019 prior to the pandemic, any sort of needle in the arm. He would never let anyone on who questions needles in the arm, just like he'd never let anyone question climate change because they're both crazy. It was the beginning of the end for me, and I had a sweet job, she says. So it was just heartbreaking when she realized yeah, it, there are certain um, certain facts and opinions that the news snuffs right out. You, you're you not supposed to know any of this exists. Anyway, I could go on and on. Oh, man, this is one of my college classmates at Syracuse. Thanks for being you. More of us out there than you know. Beer on me. Whenever we cross paths again, proud of you. I mean, amazing. So these are all, you know, corporate news people in the mainstream saying this stuff. And I really want to let you guys know that I'm far from alone in calling out the corruption. And I, you know, I just think for me, it, it was just so disgusting when I realized that there was, there was basically, as I could tell, blood on the hands of the bosses for hiding the truth about treatment in this new pandemic. And, um, the way that they were hiding, uh, evidence in regards to the election as well was really. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Stunning. I mean, voter rolls. You could actually, um, you could download spreadsheets. I mean, there were most people in 2020, most people early voted. So you could go to the Secretary of State's office website and download, um, Excel spreadsheets of everyone who had already voted. And you could sort them by voter ID. Um, you could sort them in all these ways. It didn't say who they voted for, but it said their name, where they voted, their voter ID. And you could quickly tell that there were countless people who were not registered to vote, who had no voter ID. When you looked them up, they weren't even local, who were voting in the third most populous county in America. And I said, you know, this is something maybe we should cover, you know, in the Secretary of State's office. I reached out to them about it. They were baffled. Nobody had answers on what was going on with this, you know, and, and the boss is like, no, 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 silence, silence on that, you know, you know, and then there's the story of this at one particular polling place, there was a stack of driver's licenses that were being used for voting. You know, the people, the people that those driver's licenses belonged to weren't there. It was just a stack. There was little, literally a photo of the stack of driver's license. Um, there was the evidence that the witness testimony, silence, ivory, silence. So all, all of these things as, as well as the fact that the Texas secretary of state's office in December, 2019 investigated the key machines. I'm going to call them domino and determined that they were rife with flaws. And then Secretary of State's office signed off on January 2020, banning those machines from the entire state because they were so unreliable with voting. And we're supposed to be silent about that too. Even though it's making huge headlines everywhere about, you know, as soon as the election was over, those machines were being talked about and people were wondering, is this a conspiracy theory or is there something to this? And I have the paperwork from Secretary of State's office saying, yeah, literally 11 months ago, we banned these machines from our entire state of Texas because they are so corrupted. And Fox didn't want the public to know these things. They wanted people to think it was a conspiracy theory. I was so disgusted. Okay could go on and on about why I left. But most people don't pay attention to why I left. They just like to watch this, watch the video of me calling it out live on air. So I'll keep telling you guys why I left. Um, third thing I learned from my experience 
going off script at Fox was that the corporate news is indeed a cult. I lost a lot of friends um, when I left the cult. Um, I was defamed and laughed at. Fox defamed me. Um, corporate news outlets laughed at me. I think I, I played some of. I, I played one of those sound bites, and um, it's exactly like any cult where they brainwash their members to believe that, that this is the best thing for you. If you leave you're it's going to be a very bad situation for you. And anyone who does leave the cult gets scorned. Okay. So the mainstream outlets that did write about me, like the daily beast article scorn me. I'm a little idiot for doing what I did, you know, and Oh, my, my life is over. You know, that whole career I built up. Oh my gosh. I was such a freaking idiot. And get it through, they get it through all of their, um, news staffers heads that I, you know, Ivory made a grave mistake that she probably regrets. And, um, so you better not follow her footsteps. And so corporate news people were actually afraid to talk to me after that because I had left the cult. It felt so much like a cult leaving. It was just horrible. (laughs) And I, and I'm so glad to be out on the outside and corporate news people. I don't think a lot of them don't realize how, how much better it can be on the outside. Um, so, you know, I lost a lot of friends and Fox defamed me. And I want to, I want to play this clip from Newsmax where they read the quote from Fox defaming me and Newsmax gets my reaction. Newsmax is kind of wondering too, like Newsmax is like, Ivory, what, what were you doing? Newsmax doesn't even get it. So I'm going to play that. Um, but I also want to mention that I ran into this reporter, corporate news reporter in an airport. I had never met her before, but we were social media friends and she recognized me several months ago. And she said, thank you so much for standing up for us in the newsrooms. Um, and I was like, Oh, it's cool to meet you. I recognize you from Instagram. Let's take a selfie. And she said, um, and and, you know, she went with that, but she reached out to me just shortly after and said, please don't post that. I can't be seen with you. People can't know. So here she is applauding me for what I did, but she's so deep inside the beast of, of the propagandist corporate press that she doesn't even want to be seen with me. So applauds me for my courage in secret. Very sad. It's a cult. Let me play that Newsmax soundbite. This was a day or two after I called out Fox Live on air last June. The viewers are being deceived by a carefully crafted narrative in some stories. Okay, in, in some areas they do fantastic journalism. For some reason, some of these stories have an incredible slant. And if you accidentally step outside it, you you they try to internally destroy you. Daily Beast obtained a quote from your former employer, what we understand is Fox 26. It says this, quote, Fox 26 adheres to the highest editorial standards of accuracy and impartiality. A Fox 26 spokesperson told the Daily Beast, this incident involves nothing more than a disgruntled former employee seeking publicity by promoting a false narrative produced through selective editing and misrepresentation, end quote. I just want you to respond to this. Are you a disgruntled employee seeking publicity? Well, I can tell you that 
it does disgruntle me to have the viewers' questions ignored and have the facts on the ground shut down. Uh, but let me just say that statement is obviously false because I wasn't a former employee when I did what I did. I dared them to fire me. Let me ask you just a, a conversation uh, between both of us here. Um, you not only worked, you worked in mid-major markets. Uh, Houston's a top ten. I mean, it's a major market. Uh, you've worked in uh, Minneapolis, huge market, Lexington, Columbia, uh, a journalism degree from Syracuse. Um, and it seemed to, the, the Daily Beast put out this headline, wait, this is why a local Fox reporter sabotaged her career, womp womp. Some of the media feel like it was somewhat of a letdown, that it wasn't the bombshell report, that it was alleged. Do you agree to that? How do you respond to that? Because essentially, correct me if I'm wrong, for you to get back into news, any of the news organizations, that may be a tough road for you. I don't want to work for another news corporation after what I experienced with Fox. It's really put a bad taste in my mouth. But, I mean, Project Veritas didn't, in that particular uh, video yesterday, they didn't include the part where where Fox stooped so low as to go into defamation, where I had to get an, an attorney involved, and Fox had to take a step back and say, oh, my gosh, we're going to get sued and we're going to lose, so we better stop messing with this. Uh, there's also a sound that I'm going to put out of uh, Fox telling me, you cannot publicly support free sharing of information. That's something you need to support in your private time. What is that? So so Fox blatantly saying we, we don't support things like this. I think that is uh, pretty important for viewers to be aware of. And, and those sound bites are coming out today. Ivory, are you, are you going against Fox 26 in Houston or is this an attack on, on, on Fox News as a whole or Fox Corp? Several of the Fox executives at Fox 26 have told me some of these edicts have come down from Fox Corp. So that is why I mentioned Fox Corp, that I was told by a separate uh, executive at Fox 26. He pulled me aside, said this to me himself, that Susan, my news director, was fighting for me behind the scenes. But in the end, she had to follow edicts from her bosses up in New York. So that is why I called out Fox Corp. There you go. Fox 26 owned by Fox Corp. Fox News is owned by Fox Corp. Fox Sports is owned by Fox Corp. Fox Phoenix, where Carrie Lake worked, is owned by Fox Corp. Fox Seattle, where uh, Brandy Cruz worked, is owned by Fox Corp. Fox 35 Orlando is owned by Fox Corp. And they're controlling everybody um, within their companies, within the company, you know, all their little arms. And one thing, I, the fourth thing I learned from calling out Fox is that Fox's tentacles reach further than I thought. Um, it's not, so, so the control of Fox Corp is not just of, of its national news and of all its local outlets. But Fox Corp also controls um, the people that it sponsors, the people that it gives money to, and the people that it allows on its air. And, uh, you know, last summer I was asked to speak at CPAC. I walk in and there, the big Fox logo is plastered all over the entire venue. And I was very uncomfortable. I, I'm saying, okay, you asked me to speak here, and now I'm supposed to call out the sponsor of your event. Because you realize what I'm going to speak about is Fox corruption and Fox is sponsoring your event. 
Well, we later learned that the reason Fox was sponsoring these conservative events like CPAC was because Fox's ratings were slipping with its base following the 2020 election. They need to do something to get it back. So let's act like we really support conservative groups. We're going to throw a bunch of money into CPAC, and therefore CPAC will say good things about us, and viewers will start watching again. And here Ivory comes in, you know, saying some inconvenient truths about Fox Corp. And I talked about how Fox had turned and, you know, anti-free speech in the very short time that I had worked there in the three-year period from when I started to when I got in trouble for supporting free speech. First, they, they literally hired me because I said I love free speech in the job interview three, three years prior. And then, and then by 2020, I'm getting sent to HR because I say I love free speech. So I talked about that at CPAC and then, uh, come off the stage. Multiple ladies come up to me furious because their families back home are saying that they were watching the live stream of this event on Fox Nation and that they cut the cord when I started speaking. Um, And so I I was like, oh, that's that's weird. So Fox Nation didn't want to let its audience hear from me. Um, And so then so I. I told my audience that had happened. I was like, apparently Fox Nation is, you know, being the sponsor live streaming CPAC. They, they don't want their audience to hear what I have to say. So I get in, you know, all this hot water because of that. Because, like, the right-wing elite doesn't like the inconvenient facts that Ivory is saying. I was supposed to speak the following week at Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk's group. And, um... Project Veritas calls me two days prior and said, Ivory, you're not allowed to come to Turning Point in Tampa after all. Um, I, I guess there's something with the sponsors that the sponsors are upset. Well, it turns out primary sponsor of Turning Point was Fox as well. Fox was sponsoring all these right-wing events to control them, to censor out inconvenient truths about Fox that I had to say. Suddenly, I'm banned from Turning Point. I was like, what? I thought Charlie Kirk was cool. Um, and... So I was like, well, I, I'm already on posters and stuff that I'm going to be there. So I was like, well, hey, James O'Keefe, I'm just going to put out a little tweet saying that, you know, I was banned. And and James gets on the phone with you cannot do that. And I was like, excuse me? Like, it's just a freaking tweet letting people know I'm not going to make it. And so then it goes down between me, James O'Keefe, Project Veritas. Um, seemed to me that Project Veritas, James O'Keefe was trying to re-muscle me. You know, I hate to say that because I admire everything they did for me and telling my story and helping raise funds for me, getting me out of Fox. I don't think James O'Keefe realized the tentacle reach of Fox that suddenly he'd be in hot water. Suddenly James was afraid that he was going to lose his ties to turning point. If, if I spoke the truth that he was not going to be able to be on Fox anymore. In fact, there was already word that James O'Keefe was being blacklisted from Fox news. So, Suddenly, James O'Keefe is freaking out. And I'm like, dude, if you're going to try to re-muzzle me, I can't. I don't want to be around you, you know. And and so I was like, so are Fox's tentacles reaching so far as to reach James O'Keefe himself, the guy who actually told my story? What the heck's going on? As you can see, James and I have not done, we have not collaborated on anything since then. And that's honestly why. So Fox's tentacles reach further than I thought. Um other than that, I think James is a fantastic journalist and, um, you know, the things that he covers are things that are true stories that the media won't refuses to cover. So that's why the Biden administration has come after him in a very disturbing way.
Um, beyond that, if he's trying to stay in good grace, graces with corrupt right-wing elitists, I can't support that. And I'm not, I'm going to stay free of that. It means, you know, more than any connection to anyone, what's more important to me is being free to tell the truth, completely independent. So, you know, that's, that's the story on that. And then number five, uh, thing that I learned, uh, what I did in calling out Fox's corruption saved at least one life. This man named Ralph in Phoenix, his wife reached out to me, letting me know that, um, you know, shortly after I, I called out Fox, the very first story I wanted to tackle was to dive into the investigation of these treatments for the new illness in the pandemic. And so I did this feature length, um, or it was a 17 minute piece, as I recall on treatment for the illness. And I uploaded that to BitChute. If you go to search, search my channel on BitChute, which is linked down in my description, you can uh, watch that first independent report I did. Well, this woman in Phoenix happened to watch that and learn about treatments that do work in this pandemic. When the, when, when the traditional hospitals were saying, Oh, just go home, take a Tylenol and hope it doesn't get worse. She literally takes her, he, her husband shortly after I call out Fox, her husband catches the illness. She takes him into the emergency room. They're like, sorry, um, just go home, take it Tylenol. Hope it doesn't get worse. Well, he, he caught a bad one. He, his health got immensely worth pretty soon his lungs are shutting down and um, the doctors don't really have, I think they wanted to put him on a ventilator and ventilator survival rate is not good. So she remembered what I had covered in that report and she went and found a place that would prescribe the medicines, FDA approved medicines that actually are repurposed and worked for this new illness. And as soon as he, he said, I guess within hours, I interviewed them on my uncensored website, ivoryhecker.com. Within hours, he, his breathing improved. He could barely breathe at that point. Um, and he, he and she felt that he was going to die. So once they got that treatment, it, it's the I word, the stuff that's supposed to be horse paste, but it's actually a doctor prescribed human medicine. Um, that's what he took. And, um, within hours he was doing immensely better. And his wife told me she feels that I saved his life by, you know, shedding light on these treatments that were so suppressed. And that meant everything to me last summer. I said, you know, whatever happens from here, I feel like done the right thing and, and like nothing else matters you know that leaving the corruption ditching my salary ditching my career in corporate news saved one life like that's worth it to me so that was a big thing i i learned and and hopefully it saved other lives but the sad thing is i've heard from so many other families reaching out to me emailing me saying that they they lost a loved one because the doctors would refuse to use treatments that worked um so that's been a lot of heartbreaking stories in this pandemic that my former bosses helped create the propaganda. My former bosses put out helped doctors not want to use treatments that work. Okay. So, uh, number five, uh, okay. That was number five. Number six, I, uh, I didn't, I did not, and still do not want to work for anyone else. So when I left Fox, I was like, 
you know, I'll probably want to go work for another news corporation. Even Newsmax at the time was very appealing to me. Once I left, I was just, I got this bad taste in my mouth about them all. And I was just like, I, I don't want to work for anyone if possible. And, um, I was like, I'll work for an independent journalist if possible. And actually guys, number one person I wanted to work for was Tim pool and Tim offered to hire me. And I actually filed my first report for him and we were going to work together. And then his ad agent reached out to me and said, you can do your own thing just like Tim and get started gradually just like Tim. And so that's what I just went completely independent after that, working with the same ad agent uh, that Tim has. And um, so it's interesting to me that even in this entire year, I still, don't want to work for anyone else. And I didn't think that I would want to. And some of the job offers that I received, and I got off, I got some big offers. I, I was offered my own show on one, uh, one outlet, one big outlet, big outlet. And I said, no. So, I mean, actually I, none of these people I said, no, I just said, well, <laughs> I'll get back to you or something. <laughs> you know, I didn't close any doors, but I was just like, you know, maybe at some point I'll want to, And I have not wanted to work for anyone because I just want to be completely uncontrolled by anyone so that if something needs to be covered, I can cover it without anyone's control after what happened at Fox. Um, I just am fiercely independent. So number seven, um, I learned that starting your own company and being your own boss is stressful yet addictive and rewarding yet so it's rewarding and freeing yet burdensome is what I wrote in my notes. Um, so just working basically totally on my own right now, but I'm going to, I'm going to build it up. I'm working on moving right now. Once I move, I'm going to build it up into something a little bit bigger, bigger, I think, but it has been pretty stressful. It's great to be free. But being, I've never been my own boss before. So this past year has been pretty stressful just figuring out how to be my own boss. And also I'm a single-handedly filtering through all these news tips I'm getting from you guys. And I and appreciate it. And I get, I get a ton of news tips from, from my viewers, especially on Instagram. Sometimes I get emails. But Instagram DMs just get flooded with news tips. And some of them are so sad about the freaking evil injustice that's happened in this pandemic. It's horrified me. And so it's been really hard to be emotionally detached from the current events. There's been stories that were so unjust that just hearing them like destroyed my energy. And I was like, I can't even go on today. This has just made me feel sick. So it's hard to, to witness the horrible injustice. And I'm trying to tackle all this injustice that the corporate media is absolutely silent about. Okay. So that's number seven. You know, it's been, it's been kind of tough this past year yet. I'm very blessed to be doing my own thing. Number eight, I do not miss corporate news one bit. And I didn't think, you know, I thought I would miss, I thought there would be things about Fox that I would miss and I have not. And I think that is what the members of the cult need to realize is once you leave the cult, you are 
liberated and life is way better and you don't miss it. You don't miss the cult. You realize that you're returned to your loyalty to the viewers and it's the whole wide world of viewers rather than one little media cult that you're reporting to. You know, media cult members care more about what each other thinks of them and what they do uh, and what they cover than what the viewers think of what they cover, you know, and whether this story is going to benefit the viewers or is it going to make my media colleagues pat me on the back and give me a reward. So once you get out of that, you realize that none of those BS rewards and, and awards and, you know, certificates for being a great journalist, according to your media bo- uh, buddies matter. So I haven't missed it. Number nine, um, I want the ninth thing I've learned since leaving is that the threat to free speech and free press is ratcheting up. Um, we all know about how James O'Keefe had his door busted down unjustly by the Department of Justice for this bogus allegation about um, they might have Ashley Biden's diary. Um and in doing so, they were able to seize um, phones, computers with, with all their sources, notes on what they were working on. You see, they were working on stories that out the Biden administration's buddies, such as Pfizer. And you can't have that. So, uh, you know, Biden admin can't have that. So they need to seize your information, intimidate you, and shut you down as one of the one independent journalism group that's, that's truly independent and that doesn't have these corporate ties um dhs shenanigans um these bulletins we've been getting from department of homeland security about um disinformation and in shutting down information uh true stories that um independent journalists like me are helping to disseminate about what's really going on well it's weird that the department of homeland security has been um delegated to squash independent journalism as much as possible. It appears that they have some sort of partnership with social media corporations to help zap what we're covering. This is an era where if if I post something to my independent journalism website, it's really hard for people to know it exists unless I post something about it on social media, but Biden's DHS is squashing that. So really attacking independent journalism. Um, the disinformation board they created was just a front for what they had already been doing. So they take away the disinformation board and people think it's all good now. No, DHS is still up to what it was up to before doing whatever it can to call certain disinformation, which is uh, true stories, potential, um, information that would create terrorism. It's absurd. Um, we, and I covered, um, the 60 nations that, that, uh, just, what was it last month signed the declaration for the future of the internet. Um, this declaration for the future of the internet, they signed, I think you, you'll have to scroll back in my videos. Um, it's actually the video where I talk about what you don't know about the disinformation board. I get into this as well. Um, the United States and other big nations signed this de- declaration for future of internet, which is supposed to be about internet freedom. They create this big front that it's about internet freedom, but what they're signing, it includes something towards the bottom about squashing disinformation. So what you really know is that the de- declaration for the future of the internet is all the nations agreeing that they are going to squash 
stories and, and, uh, inconvenient facts that they di- dislike that they're going to label as disinformation so they can keep this international narrative alive and not let people know things that they don't want people to know. And, and during this pandemic, we found out what they don't want, want you to know. They don't want you to know treatments that work for a new illness. They don't want you to know, um, negative side effects of their, of their fancy new pharmaceutical that they're coming out with. They don't want you to know, um, that your vote may have gone to the opposite person you thought you voted for. Um, so this is very concerning. This is, this is the threat to free speech and, and, uh, free press ratcheting up, um, just world economic forum, um, a week or two ago, I covered this, have a YouTube, just focusing in on this, um, about they're talking about the free press under under assault and they're literally saying that independent journalists on social media are threatening the free press how asinine is that um that the corporate media is the real free press and they're uh, creating um this partnership where governments will feed money to media organizations um to incentivize them to cover stories certain ways. This is what they talked about about at World Economic Forum. So this is um this is creating state run state run media everywhere and they're calling it the free press. It makes no sense and it's highly concerning uh talking about independent journalism on social media being the killer of the free press is what they were saying. No, independent journalism is the free press. Okay, and then we have Obama speaking multiple multiple times, including last week, about how we've got to get a handle on social media. We all know how much social media has been censoring. Obama says it's not enough. People like me need to be completely obliterated off social media because we are independent voices. Obama says that these independent voices are a threat. He labels people like me uh, as disinformation. So these are very concerning times in history for free press and free speech. And what I have noticed in this past year, as I've seen this ratcheting up of the attack on this most sacred uh, fourth estate is the silence of the corporate media press watching um, the, the business that they, they say that they do. They say they are part of the free press. They say they believe in, uh, you know, they, they used to say that they were pro free speech Um pro journalism and yet they are absolutely silent about all these attacks on free press. Um, and it's very, very concerning the mass media silence that is because it is a cult. Okay. And the 10th thing that I learned is this is the era of independent journalism and citizen journalism. And I've said this many times and it's been very clear to me. I mean, you look at the story I covered yesterday in Idaho, uh, the story I highlighted about the 31 men arrested in a U-Haul in Idaho over the past weekend. There were key elements of independent journalism digging up what's really going on there. We had a man live streaming on his YouTube out on the scene, happens to catch one of the ISO police captains um, saying that they have informants within this group, uh, the Patriot Front. Um, informants within that. We've got uh, the citizen journalists filming uh, the scene and the fact that the police, you know, if these guys were such a, such a, threats why were the police um so nonchalant with these guys and not even pulling their masks down right all all those patriot front guys they kept their masks up um why are the police not unmasking them 
Um, well, the police said that these, they, some of those guys in that, in that trailer were actually a, um, informants. So they were working with, with law enforcement. Now a separate independent journalist goes in and confronts the police chief about this. So police chief is having a press conference with all of this corporate media. None of the corporate media will ask him about this fact that this officer admits um, that some of these paper trip front members are basically law enforcement. And the police chief is just stunned, blindsided. Um, and it's the citizen journalist just asking him and he's saying, Oh, that's not allowed. Well, yeah, it is. This is the era of independent journalism. And I'm going to tell all you guys, um, it is time to infiltrate every press conference with citizen journalists. Go in there and ask the questions. If you need to dress like a journalist to, to get the job done, so do it. And, and, and I had, um, several people reach out to me like, well, how can I be a citizen journalist? And do I need like a press badge? Now, a lot of these little, like law enforcement or, um, smaller city, press conferences that happen in situations like that, you usually, you don't need any sort of press badge. Um, I mean, to do journalism, according to journalism, according to the constitution, you do not need a press badge. There's, there's no certification that you have to go through to be a journalist. Yes. I went to journalism school to learn the ethics and to understand communications law better and to understand how to write clearly, but you don't need any sort of certification or a fancy badge, you, uh, you know, you have the right to ask someone a question. And so for, for a press conference, you can usually just go in. Now, the bigger the city, the bigger the government agency, the more restrictive they are on your ability to go in and in, into press events. Like, you know, White House, there's no way a citizen journalist is getting into a White, White House press briefing. But um, if it's a bigger city news conference uh, with a police department, they may say, hey, where's your where, where's your press badge? You're coming into the police department for a press conference. I want to see your press badge. So you can, you know, what news outlets do is they just print out their own press badges. Fox just gave me something it printed out saying Fox, Ivory Hacker, Reporter, you know, and you, so if you're serious about being an independent journalist, a citizen journalist, you can print out your own press badge and create a name for your own independent journalism outlet. That That's not being a phony or anything. That's just being an independent journalist um, because you're doing the exact same thing that the news does. So, you know, the corporate news. So you can you can do that if you're serious about going into these uh, press conferences and have a concern that someone's going to say that you're not press, um, citizen journalists are a part of the press. Okay. If they're telling, if they're getting questions answered, the public's questions answered and they have a platform on social media, then they're a member of the press. Um, and a lot of these media members are, are in this stuck in this old state of mind. Um, where they're, it's, it's their little media cult and you're not allowed. But the truth is journalism school that I study at Syracuse university tells a different story. Anyone can choose to be the member of the press if they want. So I just want to make that clear for, to you guys. Um, but I've seen many people become successful, including me as independent journalists. Um, we see Megan Kelly out there now killing it on YouTube. She realized she didn't need Fox. She didn't need NBC. 
viewers are coming to her anyway. Okay. Now we just need people like Tucker Carlson, um, Laura Ingram to realize these things. And before you know it, they'll do their own thing too. They'll probably make more money than Fox is paying them. It was interesting. You know, Sean Hannity tried to have me on his radio show after I called out Fox. Then Fox apparently banned him. He had to back out and say, sorry, I, I can't have Ivory on because I was going to call out his employer. It's all Fox Corp. So, you know, Sean Hannity's controlled. Uh, Mike Lindell has told me this too. Uh, Mike Lindell has tried to send election evidence to Sean Hannity. And he's like, sorry, uh, we're not allowed to cover that on Fox. I did the whole interview with Mike Lindell about that on my uncensored website, ivoryhecker.com. All these people are controlled. And once they realize this truly is the era of independent journalism, you can have your own independent audience and um, cover what your audience wants to know answers on rather than what your propagandist bosses want the audience to believe more people that realize that the better off we're going to be. And we're going to get to the truth. I've gone very long today. I just had so much to say on this topic after reviewing this whole past year. Um, thank you so much for the super chats and super stickers. Um, Deuce and Pedidio, I don't know how to say your name, but thank you very much for your super chat. And um, thank you to Ray for, for the super sticker as well. Thank you so much to everyone supporting me. Um, you can support my independent journalism at the links down in my description. Um, but it's been a real pleasure um, kind of getting some of your questions answered after this over this past year. And, um, I'm going to continue to do that. So if you guys have questions on something, you know, send me an email, ivory at ivoryhacker.com. Send me an Instagram DM. I don't always see all the DMs, but, um, thank you to everyone sending me these super stickers. Um, really appreciate it. Um, it's been great to get back to what journalism is supposed to be all about getting your questions answered. And with that being said, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. All the best. Adios. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new eBooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 